I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. All right, so welcome back, everyone, to the Dream Builder Society podcast. I am so excited today to have on um, a dear friend of mine, also a former client and just yeah, just amazing, amazing woman, amazing mom, a business owner, Allie Kibler. And yeah, I'm so excited to chat about this topic. Welcome, Allie. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and chat about this. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we could chat all day about all the things, but we'll <laughs> we'll try to be intentional about our time and conversation today. But um, would you just start before we dig in to talking about um, like really leveraging your energy, leveraging just I'm going to even say kind of give a sneak peek, like leveraging your hormones really as a woman, as a mom, um, because we know hormones are always changing as moms and as a business owner. Before we dig into that piece, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and all of the fun stuff? Yeah, so I'm a life and biz coach. I have two little girls. I stay home with them, but I also get to help other women really create the life that they have been hoping for. So I kind of marry the energy of our cycles with life and business and making sure that the actions that we're taking, the decisions that we're making are really aligned with, really aligned with the energy that we're in right now. Instead of worrying about next week and next month, we're really focused on how I feel right now and the actions I can take right now to move myself forward, um, to you know, hit those goals and reach the goals that we're we're working toward. Yeah, I love that, and I feel like this concept was um, like first actually introduced to me by um, by Kate Northrup, and I know that she has like a big platform on this, but. I really don't see a lot of other women talking about it or teaching this. And so I think what you do is pretty unique and, and so, so important too. And so I would love to, um, yeah, I would love to dig in. Actually, can you clarify, like, do you help women um, build their businesses and, and kind of like have this, like you said, this marriage between the productivity versus just like managing life in general? Like, do you meet women at every stage of business? What, what area of business or, or stage maybe do you specialize in? Yeah. So I say I help new-ish and aspiring business owners. And I always say new-ish because there are women who are brand new in business that need support, but also women who are like two years into business and not seeing the results they want, but feeling really burned out. And they might still consider themselves new in their business. So I kind of let them define that. But the women I help are really in the early stages of business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that new-ish because obviously, as you know, I no longer help new-ish business owners as much. But um, being your first business coach, um, helping brand new entrepreneurs, I, I totally get that and love that because there is kind of a gap, I think, in that market too. So that is beautiful that you're filling that gap. Okay, so... Let's dig into the meat of this because I know that you could talk about this topic and have shared with some of my clients and different group programs and stuff in the past. And I think every time, hopefully this conversation will just be like so enlightening for our listeners today. Um, But what I really want to talk about is is kind of giving them like an overview to first, I would love to start there of like, what in the world like is this um, like energy and and we're not necessarily talking because I've talked on the podcast before about energy work and um, you know all all of that stuff more of like the spiritual side but this is like physical energy and so what is this all about and why let's start here like why is it really important 
to even like pay attention to this topic before we dig into, um, you know, the meat of it and really like how to actually do this and what what are the the benefits, right? Because that's what all the women are wanting to listen to and and figure out like how can I use this to benefit me and my life and business? But let's start with a big why. Like, why does this matter? Yeah. So one of the most important things is just understanding ourselves, right? Like understanding where we are and that it's normal for us to have these natural highs and lows and that those lows are normal and we don't have to push through them. In society, we really have this like go, go, go. If we're not being productive and we're not taking action, we're doing it wrong or something's going wrong. And so learning how to work with your physical energy, your natural physical energy can really help you recognize and understand why you feel the way you do and accept that that's okay. And it's okay to rest and it's okay to have those low days. Not only that, but I have... So like my relationships are so much better, like especially with my husband, he understands my energy and can say like, oh, I, you're in inner autumn right now. Like what's okay. Like he knows, like he knows what's going on, where I'm at in my cycle and conversations we have happen during different phases. And he knows like, oh, we're not going to talk about money during inner autumn because that leads to like arguments. And we'll just wait until we're like a little further into the cycle before we bring that up. Um, and and outside of that, it's it's an understanding and compassion for other people as well. So when you're working with clients, if someone's having like a week where they are just completely off and not feeling good, you can talk about the cycle and like where they're at and why that might be normal for where they're at and kind of help them figure out, okay, instead of working on this, why don't we shift focus and work on some different tasks that align better with where you're at right now in your cycle. So it's really, it's that compassionate understanding for ourselves and others. And then being able to one, produce more because we are actually focused on certain tasks that are just aligned with us during the phases and um, being more productive when we're like ready to be productive. I have lots of rest days and I have lots of days where I get lots of stuff done because that's how my body feels and that's what I need during that time. Oh my gosh, there's so many golden nuggets in there that I want to like pick out and we will kind of come back to them and circle back. But um, I think it's again, just this idea and what like I've really grown to understand and even through, you know, hearing you share about it and, and hearing you talk about it and practicing it too. It's not just like, this is what you preach, like here's what to do. And then behind the scenes, you're just like hustling, right? Until your eyes bleed. Um, but I think like just to reiterate the point where there's already so much just in, in womanhood in general, right? There's already so much pressure that we put on ourselves to perform, to be the best, to be the best, um, you know, and just to like take care of ourselves and do this. And like, we have all the things and then you add on being a mom and then you add on being a wife and a business owner and like all of these hats, but yet like the pressure never like, or I should even say the pressure because we oftentimes create that own pressure, but like the standard seems like it never decreases, but it we're adding all of these tasks and hats to our identity. And so I think it's like this ability to understand, like you said, ourselves and be in alignment without like that guilt, right? Of like, oh, and we were kind of talking before we even started recording, like, you know, all of the frantic moms that have businesses, especially in the early stages, again, that they're not really sure how to leverage things. And they maybe feel out of alignment a lot because there's so much newness, right, in general. It's like, I, I pay for childcare, like I pay for my working hours, I got to go, 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 right. But then feeling like crap or feeling guilty or feeling frustrated when they do have low motivation or low energy, or they literally just want to, you know, I have like even clients and, and myself, like, obviously, I am pregnant right now at the time of recording this. And so it's like, all I kind of want to do is lay in bed and like eat my kids Easter candy (laughs) right now. But still thinking about like, women, um, saying that, like, I just want to lay in bed and do nothing, right. And like, 
not feeling guilty about that because you're understanding yourself and that it's not going to be like 30 days of laying in bed all the time because you'll have that understanding. So that is so important. I think just to like even release the guilt that that comes with just all of these identities. Would you agree with that? Yeah, there's a lot of shame wrapped up in rest for women. We, if things aren't going how we want them to go right this second, but we feel like we need a rest day, it's like, I want to rest, but I'm not getting the results I want, but I should be doing all of these things, but I just don't have the energy. There's so much like that guilt and shame. We feel like something's wrong with us when we aren't able to go all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done an entire podcast on the importance of rest, but then also productivity and productivity cycles and things like that. And so it is really just this natural ebb and flow. So with that being said, I would love to dig in um, and, and have you kind of take us through as brief or as detailed as you think the audience can kind of handle and they can always go back and take notes. And for our listeners, we will link all of the resources, anything that Ali's sharing up in the show notes to so that you guys don't have to feel like you have to take all the notes. But you can also listen to this episode on repeat until you figure out all of the different seasons that that we're going to be talking about here. So I would love to to kind of dive in, um, Allie, like what are, and I know we've talked about like your cycle, your menstrual cycle, and also um, we're going to be talking about the moon cycle a little bit too, which is actually just so normal. And for, I mean, decades and decades and decades and I'm gonna even say centuries right like people have been using the moon to track things and so it's not like this woo crazy like witchy type of energy but it's literally like it is created to to help us like understand right seasons and cycles and all of that so would you would you just start and jump in and take us through kind of like the four yeah. main seasons and, and like generally what to expect. And then we can kind of go back and, and dig into each of the seasons and, and really figure out like what's most important there so that our listeners can kind of take, take what feels um, most aligned with them from each of the seasons. Sure. Yeah. So I call them the four seasons. And so I'll kind of share like the sort of medical-ish side and then what I call the season. So if you wanted to like do the research and look at, look at some of those more detailed, you can. So menstruation is when we bleed, um, that I call our inner winter. That is the start of of the cycle. So day one is the day that you're first bleeding. If... For everything I'm going to share today, I'll talk about a like typical 28-day cycle. Not everyone has that. What you'll want to do for your own individual cycle is kind of calculate the average number of days and then divide it by four, and you'll kind of have your amount of days for each of the phases. So menstruation is that inner winter, which is days one to seven-ish. Pre-ovulation, so that time between when you're bleeding and when you ovulate is the inner spring. So it's usually day seven, day eight to day 13, 14. Then you have your ovulation phase, which that is when we release our egg and we can get pregnant. That typically the energy lasts about days 13 to 21-ish. And then um, that is called our inner summer. And then the last phase is that pre-menstruation. So it's that time after we've ovulated and we're waiting for our bleed to start again. Um, So that is day 21 through when our our next cycle starts. Um, And that is your inner autumn season. I can actually, I'll show the, the moon phases that kind of correspond with those. So menstruation or inner winter is the same as that new moon phase. So energy is low. This is when we're very inward. You want me to go into like business tasks right now, or do you want to wait? Um, let's maybe, yeah, let's circle back to that. Let's just start with the overview, and then we'll circle back on kind of how to like really utilize this and and understanding, and then um, how to kind of apply it to our business. 
So the, like I said, inner winter is that new moon phase. Then we have our inner spring, which is when the moon is uh, waxing. So it's growing. So that waxing moon ovulation is the full moon phase. So that inner summer, you're going to have that full moon energy. And then the inner autumn is when the moon is waning and our energy is decreasing just like the moon is shrinking. And that's that inner autumn premenstruation phase. Okay, perfect. I know that for some women who like don't track anything or are, you know, maybe they're they're on some sort of birth control or maybe they are just like in that season of pregnancy or nursing or postpartum and they're just like, what's going on with my body? I'm not sure. Right. And so when you talk about these um, seasons, right, the inner winter, spring, summer, fall, and kind of how they correlate to um, the different moon phases too, I want to just dig in just briefly, like, what advice would you give someone if they're like, I'm not sure, or I don't track, and we don't have to go through like the whole process yet, but I don't track, or I'm not sure how to track. Do I track my own? Do I go with the moon? Like what, where can they start with that process? So I always say if you are regularly menstruating, so having a normal, like typical cycle that you can count on, whether it's 26 days or 35 days, if it's a regular cycle that you're always having, you'll start with your menstrual cycle for tracking. If your cycle is irregular, maybe you have PCOS or you're in, um, menopause, (laughs) couldn't think of the word. If you're in menopause or you are pregnant or you're breastfeeding, you're using hormonal birth control, which if you're using hormonal birth control, you're not having a regular menstrual cycle, even though you do have the bleed, it's not a, it's not actually menstruation. Um, then you'll start, you'll use the moon as your primary guide is what I call it. So, um, if you're regularly ovulating and that's natural without any birth control or hormonal influence, you'll use your own cycle. And if you are not, if you're not, you'll use the moon as your, your primary guide. Beautiful. So, yeah, so I think, uh, and our listeners can kind of figure that out. Like, okay, if I am beautiful, start tracking, right? And I know that we can talk a little bit later about kind of some tracking tools that you recommend and we'll, we'll link them up in the show notes too. But if they're following the moon phase, and I think even just being mindful of the moon phase in general is actually really important. Um, and and knowing that, I mean, at the time of this recording, it's early April right now, like we just came off of like a week ago, a full moon. And so just seeing like generally how the energy, the collective energy too. Okay, so let's dig in to a little bit of each season so we can kind of see, and I would love to kind of take it like both sides. So each season, like kind of um, what are like the symptoms, right? So people can even start to kind of recognize this in themselves, knowing that obviously every person, every, you know, season, every part of a cycle might look a little bit different than another woman, right? It's not like, you know, one size fits all like anything in life. Um, but yeah, I would love to dig into like kind of the signs and symptoms of each, um, of each, we'll just reference them as seasons and then kind of what that looks like for not only like as a woman, if we can tackle all of these different categories, we can dig in, like not only as a woman, Um, But as a mom, and maybe some of these other roles, like, you know, on the home front, right, as a mom and a wife, and then kind of how that can affect our businesses, because we all know, especially like both you and I are life and business coaches, right? That business is never just especially as solopreneurs, right? And entrepreneurs in general, like, your business drastically affects your your personal life, your personal life drastically affects your business. And so really seeing as like a holistic vision and holistic picture here. So um, yeah, let's dig in. Like maybe we can start with the winter, talk signs and symptoms, and then kind of like what, what does this look like and entail in these different areas of our lives? Yeah, so inner winter is that first phase. That is when our energy is lowest. 
So we're bleeding during this time. We, our energy is low. We want space. This is the time where my husband is always like, why don't you go like lay in bed? Why don't you go rest? Like get some, get some space because I'm always begging for alone time during this time. It's just a very, in, in some cultures, when a woman is bleeding, they actually like go to menstruation huts where there's other women to care for them and like love on them and they just get to rest for this time. In our society, that is not how things work. We're just supposed to like go up and do all the things. It just doesn't, it, that doesn't really work for what we need. And that's why we see so many women who are burned out because we do continue to push even during these phases when our energy is low, when we want rest, when we're very inward and and um, wanting to just kind of reflect and evaluate what's happening in our life instead of taking lots of action. Um, so this is that time where at home you can be talking with your significant other like, hey, this is what's happening with me right now. I really need some space. You might be going to bed earlier. You might be sitting and reading more. This is a time when with my kids, we watch more movies because I am like ready for sleep. Um, alone time, like I, like I mentioned. So this is the time when we're really like, take a break, ask for support, really give yourself time and space to do things more slowly go to bed earlier, wake up a little later, just make space for low energy. And don't try to push when you feel like you have the low energy. Um, That's what I used to do. I used to notice that my energy was low and I was unmotivated. And then I would think, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? This is such a problem. And force, like push, push, push. And eventually I was like, just a basket case all the time. I didn't have Like I didn't have energy during any of the phases because I was not listening to what my body and my my mind was telling me I needed. I was just trying to push through. So if you can do anything during the inner winter, it's ask for space and rest as much as possible. And like I said, with my kids, we watch a lot of movies during this time. We sit and read books a lot during this time. I will sit on our back deck now that it's nicer and let them just like play on their own. But this is not the time to be doing like hard workouts, lots of activity, going out and doing a lot of adventures. This is a time to be home and making space for what you need right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I even just thinking like just in my personal life, just (laughs) with where my cycle has been in the last whatever, five years since, you know, having kids and being whatever. Um, it's just, it's all over the place. Right. And thinking about, okay, when you are on your period, for example, like all you really want to do is go curl up with a blanket and lay in bed. And it's like, now Ali's giving us permission and to not feel bad about that because, um, it can actually be so much more beneficial in the long run to do that instead of feeling like, oh, I'm taking time away from other things or I'm not being productive right now. And it's like, like you said, trying to be productive all the time actually leads to the opposite effect. So that is like, so mind blowing, I think for so many people, like, instead of just go, 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 hey, here's another idea. (laughs) Listen to your body, right? So what does this look like around, you know, the new moon time, or just in general, if someone, you know, if, if a woman is, in her inner winter for business, like how can this affect, you know, her business and how she shows up? Yeah. So in my business during this time, I don't plan launches. I don't plan workshops. I, I do have consult calls, but I schedule like very little time for those during these weeks. Um, because this is not the time to be out in the world. This is actually the least ideal time for us to be scheduling calls and doing trainings and being on video because we do, we have pulled inward. Like this is that time for us to be focusing more on what's happening inside. So reflecting and evaluating what's happening in your business right now, how you're showing up, if you're hitting the goals you want, just noticing all of those things and writing it all down so that you can in your next phase take action and be initiating changes. 
Um, and then setting new intentions, especially with the new moon, setting new intentions are really, really great. So creating some goals that you want to be working on so that while you're in your winter phase, you're not actually doing the work, you're creating the the intention. And then during the next phase, you'll be planning and initiating that that goal. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Okay, I would love to let's let's jump into the next um, phase, which is where we are currently when in in regards to season wise, we're in the spring. And I think just this energy in general in the spring, people have, yeah, like literally renewed energy, right? You know, coming out of especially for us both living in like the upper Midwest, where we do truly have like an intense long winter, like this spring and this like awakening feels so real. And so like in our cycles too, this happens. So talk to us a little bit about um, this inner spring and kind of what this looks like in life and, and business. Okay. So the inner spring is when we're turning outward. Um, our energy is increasing. Like you said, it's like this awakening. Um, so we've got our energy increasing. We've got this turning of outward. We're ready to be out in the world, be seen. Our energy is still low in the afternoon. So we might in the morning wake up with a lot of energy, but then by the time, you know, afternoon has hit, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to take a nap. Listen to your body when that happens because during those first few days in this phase, that is totally normal for you to be like ready to go and taking lots of action in the morning and then wanting to slow down in the afternoon. By the end of inner spring, you're like the all day, every day ready to go. I always recommend during this phase to be like outside if you can be grounding in nature. Um, I walk around barefoot a lot. And so I'm like that person that's like out in outside walking around in the grass barefoot. Um, but this is this is the time, like I mentioned, um, to be really planning, brainstorming, and initiating the intentions that you set, the goals you set in your last phase, um, whether it be for life or business. Um, in our family, when I like after my bleed has ended and I'm like in this inner spring, I'm like, let's go on an adventure. Let's get outside. You know, like going for walks, riding bikes, hiking, like those are all really good things to be doing um, because we are outdoors in touch with nature during this awakening. And it's really just great for our bodies to be out and moving. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. Um, And on a business front, like what are some um, recommended ways to kind of approach this season in our businesses? So we still are honoring our bodies and like the fact that we can't just like take weeks off entirely, like constantly from our business, but also like trying to utilize our energy in the best way. What do you recommend for this season? So I like to schedule appointments and meetings in the morning so I don't have to kind of contend with those afternoon lulls of energy. But this is a better time to be planning those launches, to be planning those calls, those webinars, those workshops, whatever you're doing where you're more visible to people. This is a good time to do that, a better time to do that than especially the inner winter. And then taking action, like I said, on those intentions that you set. So you set those intentions, you created those ideas. Okay. So that planning, brainstorming, initiating actions where you've got those goals set and now your body is like, oh yeah, I can like go take the action on these things. Our brains are really wired for each of these, like these types of tasks during this phase. And so not only will you have the energy to be taking those actions, but your brain's ready to like, move on on the goals that you set and figure out what actually needs to be done to create success there. Cool. I love that. So it's almost like this winter is kind of a behind the scenes reflection, quiet, slower time, right? Kind of this planning, this spring is kind of amping up, getting more visible, getting out there, talking about the things that you were reflecting about, right? Making some initial changes. And then we get to my favorite season, just in general, summer, probably true of, you know, this inner summer as well. So what does this next season look like um, in life? Inner summer is everyone's favorite. 
So we love inner summer because we have lots of energy. We're very outward. We feel ready to take on the world. Our significant others like this time because we're generally more emotionally stable at this time. Like our, we're like ready to just kind of go with the flow and we're able to be more flexible. We are also more attractive to our spouses during this time, which if you think about like people getting pregnant, this is the time we get pregnant. We're more attractive and that's how we make babies, you know, during this phase. And so it, it is funny. We talk, I talk about that with a lot of people. I think because I struggled to get pregnant with my first, I was very like in tune with my phases, but other people don't really think about how ovulation, like you have to ovulate to get pregnant and you're more attractive to your spouse during this time. So we're like all of our hormones, not only for ourselves, but our significant others are ramping up during this time too. But this is that super high energy. We're very outward. We are ready to like do high intensity workouts, to be taking on bigger projects, to be um, out in the world, date nights, having parties, like being a social butterfly during this phase. And this is the easiest phase in business, I think, because we have a lot of energy and this is the best time for us to be on camera, for us to be doing workshops, delivering our message, because this is the phase of collaboration, communication, and attraction. Like we're even more attractive to our ideal clients during this time because we're just calling them in with our natural magnetic energy during this phase. And so everyone loves this phase and wants to stay here. And then when the inner autumn hits and our energy starts to drop, we're all like, no, we didn't want this to happen, but we have to have all four of them or we're just very out of balance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That idea of like the inner summer too, and just the high, like the attraction piece too, I think is really interesting because, and and not only like physically and emotionally more attractive to like your, your partner and really understanding, like having, you know, just like, you know, having like higher levels of energy in the first place and, you know, an increased libido and like all of that plays a part into it. But in business, like leveraging, you know, that full moon energy that we talk about mm-hmm. and that people hear about, if you, you know, if any of our listeners are like unaware, just kind of think about like that full moon energy and what's possible. It's like this, this pull, right? Like you said, this natural magnetism, which is really, really cool. So I think too, like, just simply the awareness that like you're in this season and being able to capitalize on that instead of just like going through your days, going through your weeks, your months, like not ever knowing and then being frustrated, right? When you're trying to get super visible, but it's in your inner winter and like, why is no one booking calls? Why is no one doing this? Well, you're just not like, on your A game right now, and it's not your fault, right? But having that recognition, like, oh, this is why. And I I bet I would be willing to bet that, you know, looking back, if people are kind of tracking like backwards, like when were really great, fun, magnetic, you know, things happening in your business, chances are, it's probably during these seasons, right? And again, I know that you're not saying that like, you can't sign a client or go live or doing, you know, these other things in these other seasons, just recognizing like when it feels the best. And that when it feels the best, we all know, right, you're going to get the best results, because our feelings create our results. And so it kind of goes back to like, literally just our brains and and psychology and the model, right? If we want to bring that in too. Okay, cool. Summer. We love summer, but we can't always stay there, right? Just like when kind of school starts at the end of, you know, there's like this renewment of, um, of fall too, but I think it's also, you know, not necessarily the same energy as summer. So talk to us about this inner fall. Yeah. So inner autumn, we find to be really challenging for a lot of women. So if you think like back, I remember back when they were telling us about, you know, the menstrual cycle in school, they never tell us about energy or any of that, but they tell us about PMS, right? So that week before we bleed, like everyone's crabby and we're all throwing shit. Well, that's not exactly what's happening. Our energy is dropping. We are turning inward 
And society has begged us to be out in the world and productive all the time. So it would make sense that we are feeling crabby when we have to be out in the world to do those things. So inner autumn is an inward, we're, we're turning from very outward to becoming very inward. Our energy is dropping and our inner critic shows up and she notices everything and then lets us know about it in not the nicest ways. I always joke about like, she has really important things to say, but the way she delivers the information is really terrible. Um, And it can be about ourselves and it can be about our kids or our spouse or our business or our clients, whoever. She will start feeding us information, but the way that it's delivered to us makes it very negative in our heads. And if we, if we don't just write it down, like I always recommend writing everything down and leaving it there and not making changes, not trying to reflect on it, not trying to evaluate it, just write it down so that you have, have it written. And then during your inner winter, you actually do that reflection and evaluation on what was written so that changes can be made. I always just recommend writing it and leaving it. Like if your spouse does something that really ticks you off, go write it down. Don't like have the argument with them right now. Just take the deep breath and try to try to get it on paper. All the feelings that are coming up, all the thoughts that are coming up so that you can take time to reflect on it and then deliver the information to them in a way that doesn't cause and create a huge argument. When really it might be something small, but it triggered something inside of you that created a really big response that needs to be dealt with just not during the time that your emotions are heightened and you're feeling easily attacked and more sensitive because that is true nature of the inner autumn. We are more sensitive. We, our emotions are heightened. We're noticing everything. And we just, this is that withdrawal time. Like we, we want to withdraw. We want to make sure we're safe. And like I, I wrote down, like curl up with a book, rest, meditate, write everything down. That's always my like go-to response to the inner autumn is to write it all down. (laughs) Yeah. So basically what you're saying about inner autumn is it's okay if you feel like a bee. (laughs) Don't take action on those feelings, right? And like you said, write it down. And I think in, um, you know, in life and in business too, as women, you know, being oftentimes very emotional beings, which we all are, but I think some more than others, just naturally, like myself as a Scorpio is like, I feel the feelings really deeply all the time. And so um, like not taking action, I think in business, if you're like, you have this idea of something, you know, really makes you mad or you're like, oh, I just all of a sudden hate this platform instead of like deleting your email list or instead of like, you know, firing this client or this coach or, you know, making big irrational decisions that you're probably going to regret or like, yeah, lashing out on your husband or like, you know, whatever, making huge decisions to like you said, write it down so that you can later reflect on it. And it was probably just a moment or a passing. But also understanding that like discernment is is really a part of this season too. discerning like what is actually yeah. real, what's not. And when you can kind of like logically take a step back, but it's not always that easy in this season and just recognizing that and being okay with that too, that like you don't have to make big changes yeah. um, during these seasons too. I love that. Okay, so I have a couple other questions we, as we kind of wrap up here. What are some, now I know that we've like dug in um, pretty deep. I know that there, you know, again, we could dig in way deeper and there could be a lot more that we could talk about and share about, but I think this is going to be a really powerful start. And so for women who are already kind of tracking this, right, and understanding their cycles, um, I think that there's still um, learning to be done. But for women who, especially listeners who maybe this is kind of brand new information, or maybe they're just starting to kind of get, you know, get their feet wet. What are some like really simple shifts that they can start with? So that this entire, like, tracking, understanding, like leveraging their energy and their cycle so that it doesn't feel so 
overwhelming. Yeah. So I always say step one is actually the trampoline piece. So decide what you want to track. Do you want to track your energy? Do you want to track your mood? You know, what, what do you want to track specifically? And then start super simply. Like I, when I first started tracking, I literally had a piece of paper and a notebook that was numbered and just wrote a word each day that described how I was feeling. I always talk about picking like four to five attributes so that you're keeping yourself consistent cycle to cycle. So maybe you're tracking your mood and or your energy and you pick like high energy, middle of the road, low energy, dead to the world kind of energy. And you always use those as you're tracking. You can keep it super simple and literally just write the word at the same time, like around the same time every day. I always recommend when you're tracking to kind of track around dinner time because you've seen a good picture of the day, but you're not super tired laying in bed ready for sleep. Because for me, if I were to track at that time, I would be like zonked and like my energy is gone. Yeah, I would be dead to the world. Yeah, I would be dead to the world every single day because I'm exhausted when I go to bed. And so I always say like around dinner time, picking like doing your tracking is a really good time. And so keep it simple. Pick one thing to track, pick three, you know, four ish. I always say four to five, but I use four, pick four words to kind of describe four different levels of energy or four different moods and just write them down one a day for 90 days. Like that's you really to get a good picture, like a solid pattern for your cycles, you really need to have about 90 days of information. So write a word down for 90 days and then kind of go from there. You might start noticing patterns early on. You might notice on day 17, even though it's during your inner summer, you're very ragey. I I noticed that about me. There's one day that even though it's my inner summer, I'm like super like frustrated, ready to like fly off the handle. And so you can start noticing those things or, you know, maybe you take extra notes. It's not just a simple word, but keep it simple so it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like I said, I use just a piece of paper. I created a couple tracking. I created a circle tracking sheet that people can print out. I created a chart tracking sheet that people can print out, um, which I can share the link to those with you. Beautiful. Yeah. And we can link it up in the show notes if people want to have like a more formal tracking resource. Yeah, that would be perfect. And then there are also tons of cycle tracking apps on phones. Also, if you have an iPhone, they have a health, like the health app that's already installed, like pre-installed on the iPhone. It now has a cycle tracking section. It does not allow you to like input your own words for describing your mood or your energy. Um, But it at least gives you like information about, okay, this is kind of like when ovulation might be. And this is might this might be when I'm bleeding. And that can be really helpful in planning. Like we are going on a trip next week. And before I planned the trip, I was like, okay, where am I going to be in my cycle? Is this going to be a good time for me to want to be like out in the world? And I actually bleed opposite the moon. And so even though it's going to be a new moon, I will be ovulating during that time. And so I know I've got competing energies. And and so I know there might be some times where I'm like really, really tired and wanting to kind of chill and be inward. That's the new moon pulls on me. Um, but I also am going to have times where I'm ready to be out in the world and like ready to party on vacation and that's fine too. And so it's just information. Having this information about yourself is so powerful. You can plan vacations, you can plan your business, you can plan your life around all of it. Yeah, I love that. And it's not, um, I feel like when you kind of explain it like that, it's not so overwhelming instead of women thinking like, okay, So I have to plan my whole life around my cycle, but it's like, we've been doing the opposite for so long and it always kind of feels like an uphill battle, right? When you're like, I'm just always tired or always, you know, whatever. And if you're not always tired and if you have so much energy, it's like, how do I capitalize on this? Like, what are the things that I can do? And so, um, I hope this has been like a really enlightening conversation. 
And one other thing that I want to add that I'm I'm assuming that you would probably echo is to just more like an encouragement to the listeners to to not have to go through this and like experience this and track it and have everything new, like to not do it alone, right? Not necessarily, you know, saying that you have to have like an entire tribe of women or group of women or whatever, right? Surrounding you all doing it together, but like communicating that, especially to like the people who are the closest to you, you know, maybe your kids aren't really going to like care or understand, but your spouse and partner surely should care and understand, right? Um, And like bringing them into the conversation. And like you said, I'm sure your husband had no idea what in the world this was all about until you shared it with him, right? And now he's on board, he gets it, he can support you, right? And also communicating like some of my clients who track, um, it's not really like, like I said, for for myself, personally, to track is just kind of we're <laughs> kind of at a standstill with with that, but just following the moon cycles. But some of my clients who track really just um, communicating that with me too, not necessarily like needing to, you know, be accountable to me with their cycle, but it helps me coach them and helps, you know, I'm sure helps you show up better for your clients too. And, and it's just like this gift that keeps on giving, but if we hold it into ourselves and don't share this and communicate it with other people, then it's like, we still do feel alone in that. And other people can't, you know, change their expectations or their behaviors to kind of accommodate for that, right? Not that they have to, you know, change everything and who they are for us and our cycles, but it also makes their lives and our lives and our relationships, like you said, so much better um, as well. And so I don't know if you have anything to add um, to that, but I just wanted to like, yeah, just share that, like that it doesn't have to be this lonely behind the scenes process. I think the more we have the conversation and make it normal, you know, make it part of regular conversation that, oh, I'm so tired and this is normal for me and I don't have to feel bad about that. I think the better women are going to be. My kids, I have a, I have two daughters. One of them is almost five and we have a two-year-old. They know like when I'm bleeding, they are like a part of that whole thing. They will not let me go to the bathroom alone. But like we explain, like I explain what's going on and that that will happen to them someday. And that this is a time when mommy really is tired and wants space. And so we're just going to kind of hang out at home right now. Like they, they get it. I don't think they care that much. (laughs) I mean, they're still kids with all their energy, but I think them, me sharing that with them when they get to the age where they're experiencing these energy shifts, they're going to just know that it's normal and it's fine. I don't want them to feel shame about what's natural and what's happening in their body. And so I I just love having this conversation over and over and sharing it with more and more women so that we can start to really feel good about what's normal for us. Because right now, society kind of lets us know like what's normal for us isn't really great. And we should be trying to do something else. And I'm just not about that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I love that perspective. And also, like, we both have two girls at home around the same ages, like my girls are about a year, a year younger than your girls. But I love that too, like just setting the standard that like, oh, we don't have to have this like go, go, go masculine, like 24 hour cycle, which men go through, right? Like they have their own hormonal cycle, but they get to reset like lucky ducks every 24 hours. (laughs) Um, And so they get to go through this whole thing a lot faster and in a way different I'm not going to say easier because I don't know but in a way different way right than we do and and understanding that it's okay right that we have you know longer periods of of needing rest of needing these different things and honoring that too I love that okay cool so all of those different tracking devices and um, resources and stuff Allie if you're cool with that we'll link them up in the show notes and we'll share them with the listeners so they can use them and and there's different Um, And we'll link up too for all the listeners, some of the different like moon phase apps and things like that, that are really helpful too, if they want to kind of use those in conjunction or just on their own. 
to kind of understand because the moon phases affect our kids and business in general and all of those things too, but also our energy, right? And our cycles too. Okay. So I, yeah, I feel like we've covered so much ground here. I don't want to overwhelm the listeners, um, but I think that, that you've given them such great things to think about and even just like a place to start or a place to continue if this is something that they've been doing for a while, like now really honing in on making those changes, right? And really recognizing kind of their own patterns and how they want to show up in business and just being intentional about that too, right? After that tracking phase, um, just being really intentional with how they do that. So I know that there are so many different benefits that we've talked about to, to all of this. Obviously, if you know listeners are listening and they're like, oh my gosh, that seems so overwhelming. I could never do that. Like, I mean, for sure you can, right? <laughs> like you can absolutely do this. But I love what you said, yeah. and this goes to like echo everything that I share like ever is that it can just be a really simple shift that it doesn't have to be like overhauling everything and just like probably going out to the middle of nowhere and like tracking your cycle for 90 days and quitting your business while you (laughs) reflect like you can still live your life and be intentional about it and just um, be aware like you said so I love this this has been such a fun conversation Allie if our listeners want to know more about you more about cycle tracking more about like how you kind of utilize this um, in your own business and help um, your clients do the same? Like where can they, um, where can they hang out with you? How can they find out more? Yeah, I spend most of my time on Instagram. I love doing stories over there and I'm always, you know, sharing over there. So I can send you links for that too. Beautiful. Yeah. What's your hand on Instagram? If our listeners just want to go follow you right now and we'll link it up too. At the Allie Kibler. Beautiful. Um, and if they are interested in working with you or collaborating with you or just getting connected in any ways, what's the best way to get connected? I would say message me on Instagram there too. Cause I, I am, that's where I am always hanging out. I'm always checking my messages there. So, um, reach out to me there and you'll always usually hear from me within 24 hours. That sounds great. Unless you're in your inner winter and you're curled up yeah. with your blanket, then they can wait. <laughs> Even then, I still have my phone. I'm just laying in bed doing my work. That works too, right? Having having a bed day, right? I think we all yep. need more of those. Perfect. Um, okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Allie. This was so fun. And um, I hope that it was just so powerful for our listeners. And again, as you're listening to this, if you have any questions, don't hesitate, I'm sure, to reach out to Allie and and myself if you have any other questions about this and kind of how to kind of really customize this and your experience for your business and life too. All right. We will um, talk to you guys later. Bye, Allie. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.